Right, welcome everyone to another episode of the Love Island cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host is Mr. Dave Horrock. Hey there, Chris. Great to talk to you again, and I appreciate you meeting my needs to podcast about this show every single day. <laughs> <laughs> and also, David, as we have friend of the show and guest as always, Joe from I Secret Recording My Boyfriend, and she's back again. Welcome, Joe. Hello. Hello, boys. Are you okay? Are you weary now? <laughs> Very much so. Crawl into the finish line. <laughs> it's, this is the worst part of any series, I find. Um, I, ne- I don't think I ever really enjoyed the actual final two, because I feel like everybody starts being too nice to each other now. And uh, <laughs> as we're getting close to the final, it's like, oh, yeah, everyone quite likes each other and nothing's happened. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and... and- I know you've got no reference, so you are right, Joe. Well, reference points to this, Dave, at all. But the actual things tonight, the dates and stuff, were an absolute bore to the point where I'm thinking, Amber and Greg are going off on this date. They've been together for like four or five days, pretty much. I'm not buying that. This is like the the way they set it up and they filmed it. I'm like, I don't really care because I know it's not really real. I just didn't buy into any of the dates tonight at all. I know we're going to get Tommy and Molly tomorrow and, and, and all the other stuff, but I was just like, David said, and you said it before we come in, David said, like, we, he said, well, I wish he'd calm down a bit and think he'd be bored. I think that's the best part of the show, to be honest, because I was bored to tears tonight. Mm, I agree. And it's, it's funny because, I, I mean, I feel like I'm not looking forward to the Tommy and Molly date because whatever they do, they're going to both go through this facade of we love each other and we're all going to go, <laughs> yeah, whatever, bore off. And I, like, I'm like, oh, God, do I even want to watch tonight? Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh. <laughs> I, I must admit i mean I, I had said yesterday you know there's too much drama you know when the show goes off at 10 o'clock i feel stressed i have to have like a just sleep. yeah so i was kind of wishing for this kind of episode but when i got it i was like you know sometimes you you need to understand what you're actually asking for but i mean joe i, I missed the last time you came on unfortunately i was away um what what do you make to what's happened in this last week it's been a bloody good week in terms of viewing. <laughs> it's been, it must be hell in there. I mean, I feel like the right people have gone at the right time. I feel like we kind of want to know Anna's story now she's left because I want to absolutely make sure that they still hate each other and they're still fighting. (laughs) I'd really like to know that that's happening. But I think that just this whole week, this, this, I mean, I heard, uh, I've heard all your podcasts, but yesterday specifically when you were talking about Anna and Jordan and, and how is it edited and when Mm. is it actually filmed and are we missing bits out? Because all of a sudden Jordan one episode is in love and they're being boyfriend and girlfriend. The next episode, just let you all know, I quite like India now. And you go, (laughs) I don't know where any of this has come from, but it it is, um, it's, 
it, none of it's made sense to me in my head. The only thing that I can think is, and there have been rumours in the paper about producers really telling them this year what to do. The only thing I can think is that Jordan has been told that he has no chance of winning with Anna and therefore he's going to have to create a little bit of a, of a drama and a story. And I think that's what happens. And it, it just makes me, I don't know, it just leaves a bit of a sour taste in my mouth because I don't know whether I'm supposed to like them or not or whether they're being real or not. And I don't know, it's a very confusing series. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And as, as someone who's watched it from the start, John, I know you've, you've got into it after a couple of series, but I've watched it religiously. It just seems that this series, they've got the worst... And we've said it a few times on the show when you've been on and when me and Dave have been talking, but they seem to have got the worst part of the auditions or the worst people. And it's just escalated into absolute men v women, hasn't it, really? It's been... Mm. Some of the episodes have been real, real bad to watch. And I know... You know, I, I've been a real champion for not liking Anna and stuff, but on a on a human level, she was treated like absolute shit this week. She really was. But mm. she'd done it to hit Jordan. He's a slime ball. The only one who's come out good out of all of it is Ovi for me. It really is. And and, and even in even in defeat when she should be going for the sympathy folk, getting everybody on side. She can't help going gangster on Jordan and being completely rude. And that's why I had the problem yesterday. And I'm not trying to go over what I've already said, but... No, we're going back to filming and stuff and you saying that there feels like there's gaps. Have you discussed on the podcast before about what they do on a Saturday? Because they leave, the, they all leave the villa on a Saturday. Have you heard this rumour? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've got 24 hours, really, where they're, they're not being filmed. And so anything could be happening there. Yeah, you're totally right. And I think I'd said today as well on one of the episodes, Joe, I, don't, I can't remember whether it was last series or series three, but didn't one of the guys crack on with one of the production people when they were out on like this Saturday yeah. thing? And it goes oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, and that's where I think a lot of these things are happening, that suddenly we think, God, this has come from nowhere. But maybe they've spent all of that secret day with the other person. I don't mean, who knows? I don't know. It's just a fucked up world. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think with um, Jordan in particular, I think that one didn't make any sense. It was like Curtis and Jordan, wasn't it? But that didn't go anywhere. It was as if Jordan had said to himself, we're in the bottom three couples, so screw it. I'm I'm just going to go, you know, shit or bust. But with Danny, with Michael, they both ended up as these villainous characters. But you could see a progression. You could see a story there and how they got into that position. Mm. Whereas with Jordan, it was like, you know, he was saying all these right things. Anna was really upset about being in the bottom three. He was doing all the right things. He just asked her to be his girlfriend. And then it's like, yeah, Curtis, I like India. And all But remember mis- too that remember that when he was saying to her, Don't worry about being in the bottom three, we've got love and that's all that counts. That's what he said to her. <laughs> he was getting that from his little pocketbook uh, of things to say. <laughs> oh, how funny that when you just mentioned Danny, I genuinely had to go, God, which one's Danny? Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Because uh, seriously, I could not name the full lineup this year now already. That's probably because you've got a life, Joe. 
no i think i think that's a, a good point because it is like when we do the episodes and we've said it joe it's, it's like tomorrow's chip shop paper literally mm. some of the contestants that were in at the start i mean who remembers callum the welsh lad who got voted off after about three days we've never seen him no. since you know so no, we haven't. no so so you're totally right and what will happen dave i don't think i've mentioned this to you on the show when they get to the, the final episode, it's done live with a live audience in the villa. So it, all the drama and the, the, like the, the story that's gone on totally changes. It just becomes like a, a bit like Big Brother, that type of situation. Caroline Flack's there and they've got it all dark with the fire going and all this. And that's where we get it. I don't think it's, I think it's two or three couples are left and that's where it, go, it goes to at the end. So that's what's going to come on Monday when, when the final's on. Okay. Now, I mean, we know Molly May and Tommy are definitely going to be there, but I've got, what What do you think, Joe, of Morris? Morris? Yeah, let's call him Morris. <laughs> Morris. Curtis and Maura. <laughs> you know what? What I think about them is that I still believe, and as close as we get to the final, I still believe that they both went in there, both of them separately, but with a game plan, and a game plan to be remembered. And I believe that that plan has worked. And I think that in six months' time, those are the two we will remember. And I think they'll both have careers out of this. I don't, can't think of another cast member that will, but I think they both will. They definitely won't stay together. He pied her last night <laughs> in the worst possible <laughs> way. And Possible. we all think we know why. Are we saying it out loud? I don't think we're saying it out loud. I'm happy to say it, Joe, because I did put a tweet out last night. I saw it. Yeah, he needs to just accept because the classic I've pulled a headache outline, I was pissing myself thinking, oh my word, he's pulling every cliche out here because she was lay on top of him. And, and as any man woman whatever if you're in that situation and there's a chemistry there and it happens you know we're, we're in relationship things like that i was like straight away and my son sat next to me, he's like he's gay in here went yeah he's gay <laughs> not just because of that oh he, come on yeah, guys i, I, I think... agree not just because of that like the whole series we've questioned it now whether he's gay or bi or whatever he is not a problem with it exactly like yeah. you've come on love island and pretended he's not then i maybe do have a slight problem with that but he's the one with the story isn't he he is yeah. the one that's done this full journey somebody some magazine is paying for his his story there's no doubt about that they'll pay uh maura could have a nice career what doing whatever she wants to do tv presenting and i think she'll be great at it but they've they've come in and they've done exactly what they wanted yeah yeah and, and, that was, and i've got to say maura's line was a belter she said he's fucking there asking me for a fucking coffee what a fucking orgasm <laughs> <laughs> It was the fact that he said, though, you know, he was he had a headache, but he was tired because the baby's been crying all day. I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck off. You know, we, we've, we've all got kids. And, you know, rel that relentlessness over, like, certainly the first few months, I'm like, you've got no idea, sunshine. No, But he he's not good at faking it anymore because even, like, you know when they got the text for they're going on a date, he did this real fake, 
hooray! (laughs) Even you pretend, even you cheering is now become fake and horrible. Like, there's nothing to like about them. But I I kind of admire, we've come in with a game plan, sod everything, we're going to go out and be remembered. And like, like I said before, I just had to think, who the hell's Danny? And that was only a few weeks ago. So we will remember them. So fair play. They're not going to win, but fair play to them. They will win career-wise, I think. I, I agree. And when he struck the line into more of like, look, I, I, I really want to rip your clothes off. I really do. But I just sort of had it. I was like, no, you don't. Stop fucking lying. Come on now. There's not a chance you would turn more down. I was really confused the other day because I thought they got it on in the hideaway. Yeah, yeah, we. I've I did. they've done stuff in the hideaway, and now I'm going. Oh, maybe they didn't, because she's talking like she hasn't had it with him, isn't she? She's talking like they haven't done things. Yeah, and I think Thingy those traumatized. I've got to say, I thought it was absolutely disgusting, but it was Ellie really Belly, bad. Ellie Belly. <laughs> 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 She's scarred for life, the poor little thing, didn't she? Did. Oh, she, needs, did. she definitely needs a wash. <laughs> I did think it was funny because, I mean, Molly May's more comfortable, I think, talking about people behind their backs. Uh, mm. But even she'd said to Maura, because Maura's moaning on about, you know, she's got needs. And Molly May's like, everyone knows Maura's got needs. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I thought for her to actually call her out there, she's just relentlessly going on about it. But I, I genuinely have no idea how far they've really gone. Because mm. I guess I've got the impression that they, they have been at it for some time. I mean, that first time, Curtis was sort of lying back in that post-coitus kind of chilled state mm. and saying, you know, I didn't expect that to happen. So I think they have been at it, but just that particular night when she apparently <laughs> wants it, he, he doesn't want it. So I, I don't know. He's a 23-year-old bloke. You've got more on top of you. There's something else going on there, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Dave, you're so right. I I, I agree with both of you. It's just, it's not right at all. I will be absolutely shocked when the article comes out in the OK magazine. I've been lying to myself. I'm actually bi or gay. Nobody cares. I do not care. But no, you believe in everyone else. It, it, it really doesn't matter to me one way or the other. It, it was funny to watch. So it was great TV. Fantastic to see him just squirm and everything. I was like, oh, you absolute wanker. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what I, I did quite like as well. Was, uh, was it Belle and I can't remember who she was with. Was she with Molly May? And they were commentating. They were doing oh, the old India. David Attenborough with uh, <laughs> with Anton, and he's just constantly looking at himself in the mirror. You know, put a weight down, look himself in the mirror a bit more. <laughs> I did think that was a, a nice little fun moment tonight. Yeah, it was, and that that was she was with India, wasn't she? Um, oh yeah, 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 that's right. And and that kind of made me warm to India a bit more, and it's made me go because we don't hate India. And we love Ovi. Are they the winners? Well, I think they've got a good chance, haven't they? Yeah, I. Because we were talking are, at work today, and we were talking at work today, and we were saying like, who do we want to win? Who do we want to win? And everyone was like, who do we like? And who do we hate the least? Because <laughs> 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 we don't. 
I don't, none of them are really in love. Like we're not falling for any of that. None of them are. So God, who do we want to win? And then you go, okay, well, I'd hate them, but I don't hate them as much. So maybe they're the winners. But because we love Ovi and I have started to warm to India and I want to believe that they like each other. I think maybe Ovi for me is the winner. Yeah, I, I love Ovi. I do. And, and look, he has to win because anybody who can wear a man from Del Monte hat and still look cool <laughs> has got to win. He looked he looked top tonight with his hat on. He looked absolutely slick. So fair play to the guy. And he's such a nice guy. And he took the compliment from India so well. He was really like pleased with it. It wasn't any falseness to what he was saying. So yeah, he, he is the man for me. You but you know I... when they were having that big row when um uh all that big row kicked off and Anna and Jordan in that and he very quietly marched over, grabbed India by the hand and took her out of the equation yeah. and walked away with her. Every woman I've spoken to about that had heart flutters. We were like, <laughs> oh, look what Ovi's done for his woman. We're like, we're so excited. And that one move, that one move could win this game for him. It was brilliant, yeah. that. And what I didn't expect to see... On the day, I thought Ovi looked quite nervous. This guy who's normally as chilled as a newt, we all love him. He seemed to be a little bit awkward, you know, and, and so I, I I think it seems to be genuine between him and India. And uh, I did like his line there in the diary room where he's talking and he's like, you know, I get to take Cinderella home. <laughs> he's got that Aww. cheeky little laugh about him. So, yeah, I think... For me, I, I'd said about Amber and Greg, but I'm not as bought into them. I think for me, it's probably going to be uh, India and, and Ovi. I mean, I do like Amber. I've really warmed to her now over the last couple of weeks. And I wouldn't be unhappy if she won at all. But I think it's really early days for them, whereas it, it feels like Ovi and India have moved on a bit more than maybe Amber and Greg have. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset with either couple, if I'm honest. No, I think I'm the same, Joe. Now, Joe, we would like your opinion on something. We've had a fantastic email from one of our listeners, a lady called Need from Ireland, and it's regarding the Anna and Jordan situation and the fact that we did get a review, which we, we're, all, we're open and transparent, calling us misogynistic. So it's quite a long email. Would you be all right if I read it out and then just pick bits out of it, what you think? Because sure. she's, she's telling it from a, a lady's point of view. So... It reads, hi lads, first off, I absolutely adore the podcast and it's become one of my favourite podcasts to listen to daily. However, I felt compelled to email in about your take on the situation with Anna and Jordan in UK Love Island. I don't think you guys are misogynistic. However, I do think that your opinion on what Jordan did to Anna differs from that of most women. To men, infidelity is the physical act of cheating. In this case, you are right. Jordan didn't do anything. However, to most women, the act of lying and making you doubt yourself and your character is what hurts the most in situations such as this. I was no big fan of Anna. However, I totally get how she felt. First, she said to Jordan that she felt there was something off. He told her it was all her fault because she was negative and that he needed space from her. This was after he spoke to Curtis about how he felt for India. This was after he made a huge show of asking to be his girlfriend in the villa, setting the akin to giving a commitment to be exclusive. This is where the crux of the wrongdoing is. Then she finds out that he's over trying to gouge the interest of someone else when she probably spent all day beating herself up for everything wrong in their relationship and thinking of all the things she could do to make things right. Don't get me wrong, I know 
the pack mentality in there got a little bit out of hand. But from a female perspective, I think she had a future planned in her head. Maybe not a full-blown commitment, but probably holidays, nights out, meeting her friends, etc. In one fell swoop, that was all wiped out. And then she probably began to doubt her whole time in the villa and everything he ever said to her. This is very upsetting. It's not the act itself. It's the deceit around it and how you are made to feel like there is something wrong with you. If a man is just honest and says he doesn't want to be with you anymore, yes, that hurts, but it's far more respectful. Anyway, that's my two cents. Love you guys and keep up the good work. Neve from Ireland. So, sorry, Joe. I know it's a long one. Fantastic, Emo. We okay. had to bring yeah. it out. But what do you, do you think, not whether she's right or wrong, but just your opinion on that whole thing because I thought it was a really, really good read. Yeah, I mean, Neve, I think Neve is bang on. I genuinely do. It's the whole Anna thing is a weird one for me because I did not like, I liked her at first and then I really started to not like her at all and was like, I'd never be friends with a woman like this. I, I don't, I don't like her. I don't agree with what she's doing. It was always okay for her to treat people how she wanted, but nobody was allowed to treat her badly at all. Like she's very clear on that. There's no gray areas with her. But the whole Jordan thing is one of those things. Now, rightly or wrongly, women cannot help being emotional and going a bit nuts, right? We can't help it. But what I have to say back is that you bloody men drive us nuts. You drive us <laughs> And so, like, I'll put up with stuff, put up with stuff, put up with stuff, not say anything at home. And then suddenly the smallest thing makes me go, right, come here. We're going to get all of this out. And you can't help it. It's not my fault, guys, not my fault. And I think what had happened with Anna is how I see it, is that she had started building up this future and these plans with Jordan. They'd had their ups and downs and they had discussed a lot about how much they liked each other, bordering on love, whatever it was. And he had, like Neve said, he'd made this whole bloody song and dance about, I'm going to take you to every place in the villa that we've ever sat in and all that shit. <laughs> and she had sat there and she had taken this in to her heart. And what it seemed like 24, 48 hours later, all of that, every single thing he'd ever said to her in her head was a lie because he suddenly was wandering around, talking behind Anna's back that she could see and she was getting a murmurings of, oh, he's after India and all of this. And he, he very clearly was. Everything that she had thought over the last month or so was suddenly a lie. And as a woman, it guts you, it really gets you. And you go, okay, this is, I've got trust issues now because in the future, I can't believe a word any bloke says to me. Because the next man that comes to her and says, I love you and I want a future, she's going to go, yeah do you? Because I've heard that before. And it's so gutting. And you start going, well, I'm not good enough. I'm ugly. I'm not this. I'm not that. You cannot help yourself do it. And so I 100% get where she came from. I understand, whilst I'm not excusing the behavior, because the pack mentality did go too far. I'm not excusing it, but I totally get it I really get how upsetting that can be in the click of a finger the man who has told you consistently how much he likes you suddenly is going oh well I don't really like you anymore I'm gonna go off with another woman see ya 
And like, you're just like, what the fuck? Where has this come from? And it's personal. It's just gutting. And I truly believe that she'll be sat having a cocktail right now going, no, oh, sod him. I couldn't care less. There's plenty more fish in the sea. But in that moment of madness, I totally get it. Right. Well, I think we should just pack up now, Dave, because what you just said is absolutely <laughs> on the money. And I know that my wife, who we're celebrating our 20th anniversary next month, she's sat there going, that is what, I won't go off another woman by not that book. I can trigger Sam like nobody's business, Joe, even the slightest thing. So, and I'm scared of her as well. So yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm so glad you explained it like that because I thought the email's fantastic and the explanation was and, and, Dave, you've said it yourself. Dave has been really open and said, look, we do see it from a men's perspective. And I've never really, not really commented or agreed or disagreed. It's just, I just try and call that bad behavior. But now that you read uh, Dave's email and what you've just said, I think it's absolutely fantastic, to be honest. It's, it's true, true. I'm bloody blokes. <laughs> I know. Oh, I, can't, the bastards, I can't believe no. you're a bit in a mood with me. Yes, I am, because of the 10 weeks where I've put up with you doing this, this and this. I've been kind and I've stayed silent and now you've driven me over the bloody limit. So anyway, let's all remain calm and friends. <laughs> right, anyway, Joe, Joe is, there a, is there an X-rated version of your podcast? Because I'd love to hear this when you go. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I go nuts, that's edited out, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely brilliant. What, what do you think of that, Dave? Because I thought it was brilliant. No, it is fantastic. I mean, uh, if, if anyone out there is interested on this study between how men and women think differently, <laughs> you can you can do a lot worse than go and listen to Joe's podcast. <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I, what I discussed off air with Chris is that we all just inherently see the world through our own eyes. And, and so, you know, for Chris and I, it's being blokes for yourself. It's obviously being a woman. I did, mm. to go off on a little bit of a tangent, the only slight window I've had, I, I, I think it was about 20 or something like that, I was going on a pub crawl, a fancy dress pub crawl. And me and a few mates, we dressed up as the Spice Girls. And I was 20 then, so I was, a, I was a lot thinner than I am now, a lot more slender, if you like. So I carried off Sporty Spice pretty damn well. <laughs> and we got to the club, and so all of the fancy dress people had kind of thinned out. And a lot of my mates who were dressed up as women were, you know, big chiseled, desperate Dan jaws. So it was obvious they were women. Whereas in the dark, I think I carried off, like I say, a decent sporty spice. I have never had so much attention in a nightclub in my <laughs> life. And I tell wow. you what, I got so pissed off because my ass was fucking sore with so many people pinching it. Hey, 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 David. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> right. But <laughs> you should have faces blokes. When I turn around, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and they're like, whoa. <laughs> so that was the tiny window I had into seeing the world through a woman's eyes. And I was like, you know what? Men, you're all fucking shithouses. <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that little experience, I, I do see the world through my own eyes. So I thought I'd share that one with you. No, that's brilliant. Now, Joe, thank you so much for coming on. You've absolutely nailed everything today, as always. And we've only got a few days left, so sadly, I'm not sure we're going to get you back on before the end of it. So what is your overall predictions? I know you said over in India. Do you think it will be over in India? For me, I think it will be over in India. I've heard a lot of people saying, we wish we could vote for 
one man and one woman and like not have to vote for couples. And, and I totally get that. It's the first series I've thought, yeah, I like that man and that woman from different relationships. Um, but I think Ovi will carry it through simply because Molly May is not liked by anybody as far as I can see. Yeah. And so I think Tommy would have done it if that was the case, but I think he's chosen the wrong person. So my prediction is for Ovi and India to win. And I'll be happy with that, I think. No, that's great. Thank you. And where can everybody get you, Joel? Where can everybody find the podcast as well? Uh, The podcast is called I Secretly Recorded My Boyfriend and we are at Recorded Boyf on all the social media. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, Joel, you're a star. Now, we will have you back on, but you've got to catch up on the Love Island USA. I know. <laughs> it's so much commitment. <laughs> but here's, here's the thing. I'd love to come back on when, because of course, when Love Island comes back twice next year, you'll be doing this, yeah? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, we will be. Don't worry. Dave's going to be coming on, kicking and streaming. And what he hasn't realised, John, I've mentioned it, you're going to be coming back on because the Love Island Australia is coming on later on this year on ITV, so we're definitely going to be covering that. Then I shall be back on for that. Because if it's on ITV, I'll, I'll watch it. You just need to give me a notification of when it's on because I, oh, I tend to miss these things. So let me know. Yeah, I'd love to come back on. Oh, thank you so much. Now, Dave, obviously, everybody you know who's listening today, I hope you've enjoyed it. It's been fantastic. Again, big thanks to Joe. If you want to get in contact with the show on Twitter, at Love Island Cast. If you want to email the show, the Love Island Cast at gmail.com. And if you do like the show, good or bad, give us a review on your podcast catching app. And it just helps us grow and gets us out there into the podcasting world. So, David, I've stitched you up nicely. What are you going to leave us out with today, my friend? Well, I have absolutely the square root of fuck all witty to say. So all I'll do is just (laughs) echo your sentiment and say again, thanks, Joe. That's brilliant. Always great when you come on. Thanks to you, Chris, as well. And we'll see you tomorrow where hopefully we don't have quite as dull an episode as what we have tonight. (laughs) Bye now. See you now.